Hi, welcome to church today. The message you're about to listen to came from a recent gathering at our church. Be encouraged as you enjoy this message. Um, Pastor Rod texted me and said, I want to talk about the prophetic words that we have for 2024 because I believe that it is a roadmap for the church. Okay? And there's a bit of a backstory to it all, but I'll give you the shortened version. He said, he said, Deji, this is a roadmap. This is a battle plan for the church this year. Amen. I'm not going to go through all of it because I did preach it two or three weeks ago. Okay. Um, but I just want to, in, in the light of what Pastor Rod is saying and in the light of what's happening, listen, saints, yesterday, Satan spoke to me. How dare he? But he did. He spoke to me. He said, Deji, how dare you come against me? I was praying with Tina. And he said, how dare you come against me? And I know what he was talking about. He was talking about this. Saints, if you are not in the program, get in the program today. I am not joking in what I am saying. I know the voice of the Lord very well, and I know the enemy when he speaks. He said, how dare you come against me? I rebuked him. And Pastor Rod was coming today to endorse the battle plan for the year. You see? Okay. I'm angry in the spirit, I tell you. It's not good to see Deji angry. A roadmap, a battle plan. These are Pastor Rod's words, and he was determined, Deji. This is a battle plan. And I said, Lord, whoa. So where are we with this battle plan? Where are we with this roadmap? On the 2nd of December, this is slide four. Now we've got some slides. Might be a bit tiny. Oh, not too bad. Second December. The Lord said, pray, I was in the service, the Lord said, pray for revival to come to CCF before the end of this year. For the miraculous must begin to unfold in the overflow. We'll get on to overflow in a minute. That's 2nd of December. So the year had not ended. I said this last time I preached. So what happened? Clearly, revival as we know it, to the overflow, the miraculous to the overflow, didn't happen. So, we're not ready. We were not ready. We're not ready as a ministry. We're not ready as individuals at that time. 
Then on the 10th of December, also on that slide four, he said only those that are willing to activate their faith for revival should remain for their needs to be unity. So I say again, where are we with this roadmap, with this battle plan? He said there are angels waiting over CCF for revival, for the conditions to be right. Now, I had to think about this this morning. I, I mean, I was going to talk a completely different thing, really. We'll get to it. But this struck me as I was standing there. Where are we with this plan? Angels waiting over CCF for revival, for the conditions to be right. What conditions? So let's jump a little bit. Let's jump to slide five. 29th of December. The Lord says, pray that I will establish CCF in the local community as the church of Jesus Christ, that people will come to know that they can come to CCF to receive their healing. Pray that you as a ministry will take on this responsibility in the kingdom. So the Lord is saying, this is where you are supposed to be as a church in this moment. But are we there yet? It says pray that I will establish, that I will establish. Where have we heard that before? I will build my church and the gates of hell and Hades will not prevail against it. I will, I will, I will do it, CCF. I, the Lord, will do it. Pray that I will do it. Do you hear? You see? I will establish CCF in the local community from Clapham to Battersea as the church of Jesus Christ, not something else. The church that preaches the doctrine of Jesus Christ. That people will come to know that they can come to you, CCF, to receive healing. Take responsibility for this in the kingdom. Lord, we do take responsibility for this. CCF, are you in agreement? Yes. We take responsibility in the kingdom for this Lord. And we will continue to pray that you will establish your will and your purpose in this community. Yes, through us, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay. So let's go to Acts. One. Acts one twelve. And let's think about what's going on here. Then the disciples went back to Jerusalem from the hill called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem. Only a Sabbath day's journey, three quarters of a mile away. 
And when they had entered the city, they mounted the stairs to the upper room where they were indefinitely staying. What does that mean? In brackets, indefinitely. They were going to stay in that posture, in that position, until what had been promised had come to pass. Do you hear what I'm saying, saints? Okay. Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas, son of James. Sister Abby, Denise, Nate, Dave and Dave, Philippa, Tina, Karen, Mike, Jonathan, DeAndre, Pat, Sister Margaret, Dez, Ken, Victor, Femi, and all the rest of you saints, to name but a few. All of these, all of these, all of those names, with their minds in full agreement, devoted themselves steadfastly to prayer, waiting together with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. Now on one of those days, Peter arose among the brethren, the whole number of whom gathered together was about 120. Where are we in this story, people? Because I think we're here. Not yet Acts 2. But I think we are here somewhere about. Now I'm not saying there's going to be a new Pentecost or anything like that. But I'm saying with every move of God there has to be unity amongst the brethren. There has to be closeness awaiting for something of God to happen. Sometimes it just happens without people knowing. But we know what God is doing because he's told us. We know. So what is... What is the thing that's going to be the tipping point? I hear you think, I hear you say. Is it God's timing? Is it him waiting for us to do something? What is it? In the Message Bible, Amos 3.3 says this, Do two people walk hand in hand if they aren't going to the same place? If the conditions were right today, this would happen now. Look to the left of you and look to the right of you. Are you walking hand in hand? Are you sure that you are going to the same place? 
just positioning it, just suggesting. He's waiting. He's waiting. Now, we are right on the tipping point. I, I can tell you this right now. And what I'm about to say next just confirms it to me. Okay. We have to stay united. We have to get to know how our brother or how our sister is positioned exactly so that we are aligned. I'm aligned with you, brother. That difficulty you're dealing with, I'm praying. I'm aligned. I understand. I'm praying for you also. We agree that we want to see revival. We want to see the Holy Spirit really move with power for this community, not just in the little cosy place in the church, but we want to see power out there. So as I was getting ready to say a little bit on top of what Pastor Rod was going to say today, the Lord, first thing I need to do is I need to declare again that the window for God's miracles is open over CCF. Okay? The window is open. The Lord said it. The window is open. In other words, it can happen any moment. It can come through and it's open. But as I sat down yesterday for dinner, the Lord said clearly, the season has changed. The season has changed. Okay, the season has changed. And I thought, Lord, what do you, what do you mean? What do you mean the season has changed? He said, the season has changed. It's different now. And I thought about this. And something happened yesterday. Tina's not in here. But something happened yesterday that struck me about the season has changed. And what it was, was I was sitting in the morning, we're doing our little family prayer. Tina stepped out of the room, and there was little Kellen looking at me with big brown eyes. And we're talking about prayer. And the Lord had said to me, Deji, I want your daughter to know me. I said, hey, she doesn't know you, Lord. He said, no, 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 no. I want her to know me. And I had been thinking, I think, oh, Lord, I can't remember the last time that I led someone to Christ. And I said to Kellen, oh, what, what do you want to pray for for your friends? And she just kind of gave me the look. And I said, you need to pray for your friends, right? And I said, do you know what to pray? And she just smiled at me. I said, do you... Do you know what the Lord wants? And he just looked at me. And I said, do you know the Lord? Kellen. And she started to cry. And I said, do you want to know the Lord? She cried and she nodded her head. And I thought, something's changed. 
So I led her to Christ. I said, do you want mummy to, to be in a room? And she said, yes. Mummy came and sat down. And I explained to her, listen, you don't have to do this just for daddy. Or do it for mummy. Do you want this? Do you understand what this is? And I explained it in detail what it was. And she said, yes. She started, she was crying. So I went through the sinner's prayer and she accepted Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The season has changed. Next door, Tommy is teaching about the gift of the Holy Spirit. This girl got saved yesterday. The season has changed. In my own house, that the Lord would save my daughter in a grown-up fashion. I'm not talking about baby phrase or anything like that. This one, decision, do you understand? This is what it is. Yes, Daddy, accepted everything. As an adult, I'm just saying, the season has changed. So I said, Lord, when you say season has changed, give me some more details about this. Ecclesiastes 3.1 says, To everything there is a season and a time for every matter or purpose under heaven. There's an allotted time for things to occur. He said to me, for February, the month of February, it is important for all of you to recognise that the season has changed. Amen. And I said this to Pastor Rod, I sent him an email, and I said, oh, whilst Pastor Julie is convalescing, we're going to have word of the month. Because the Lord said to me, you, you, I want you to give a word of the month. So the word for February is the season has changed. Do you hear me, saints? Yes. The season has changed. Okay? I say it again. The season has changed. You are not to expect what happened last week to be occurring in the same way today. The season has changed. I'm telling you, it has changed. The miraculous, the possibilities of God, God has decided, change the season, folks. I said, I want some more details, Lord. Because they're going to be wondering. And he said this, my spirit is running swiftly in this season. This is what I meant by the season has changed. Tell them to expect good stuff. To expect good stuff, he said. James 1.17, every good gift and every perfect, free, large, full gift is from above. It comes down from the Father of all that gives light, in the shining of whom there can be no variation, rising or setting, or shadow cast by his turning, as in an eclipse. Good stuff is coming. The season has changed. You have to get your mind around this. It's like this. 
During winter time, all the trees, their leaves are gone. And there's a dormancy. The tree's alive. But it's not doing anything that you can see. And then on the moment, you look back at that tree and you see little tiny green bits. Right? You see little tiny green bits. Within a couple of days, you see a proper leaf. When the season of spring comes, it is exactly like that. It is a spring. There's a little acceleration. The way it is in nature often is the way it is in the spirit. Seed time, sowing, reaping. Season has changed. We may have been in winter, we may have been, but I know that I know that I know. Springtime. Slide eight, please. So on the 2nd of January, this was the word from the Lord. I'm accelerating my plan for people's lives. And you will be shocked by how quick things start to happen. Prepare yourself so that you are not caught off guard for my plan is running swiftly. There you go. In this season. Hear this saint. His plan is running swiftly. Swiftly. Just like springtime. One minute, there's no leaves. Next minute, you see a little bit. Next minute, the leaf's out. And the tree's fully green. Swiftly. See that you agree with my spirit, with what my spirit wants to do. For he is raising the pace. Now, I know we've, I think, was it, Sister Abby, you mentioned this word last week, did you? All right, we're back here again. We should not rate, no, we should not use the rate at which we have been progressing in God's purpose for our lives to continue at the same rate. We have to get used to a different rate. Seasons changed. I believe the Lord is saying, We need to change our mindset and raise our expectation to receive the suddenly of God for our lives. To receive the suddenly of God for our lives and for this ministry. We must agree quickly with what the Holy Spirit wants to do. So I said, Lord, give me some examples. What are you talking about? He said there will be fast promotion. Fast promotion. Some of you probably maybe in that right now. I don't know. If you are, put your hand up. If, if you don't want people to know, don't. He said there'll be fast promotion. He said obstacles being removed quickly. Quickly gone. He said you will be seeing your prayers getting answered rapidly. And when I ministered on this last time, I said, I think it was Romans 9, 27. 27, 28. Um, 
where it says, Isaiah calls out solemnly, cries aloud over Israel, though the number of the sons of Israel be like the sand of the sea, only the remnant, a small part of them will be saved. Do you know what that means, saints? We are part of that remnant. Saved from perdition, condemnation, judgment. We are part of that remnant. The saved, the, the saints, we are that remnant. For the Lord will execute his sentence upon the earth. He will conclude and close his account with men completely and without delay, rigorously cutting it short in his justice. In the Passion Translation, verse 28 says, For the Lord will act and carry out his word on the earth and waste no time to accomplish it. The season has changed. So what is a feature of this changed season? Slide 10, I think it is. Just trying to work out what slide 10 is, aren't That's the one. 11th of January. This year is going to be a year of my power being seen in you if you are ready to participate. Now, I thought about this because God is wanting, yes, we know he wants to bring revival. But what is revival? Think about what is revival. It is the Holy Spirit moving through the saints in power. Acts 1.8 says this, But you shall receive power, ability, efficiency, and might when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the very bounds of the earth. The Greek word translated power is dunamis. Dunamis power, which is translated as mighty works and wonderful works. In the English, it's translated as dynamic and dynamite. I like that. Dynamite. Explosive. Explosive power. This is not just the capacity for activity or accomplishment, but actual actions and achievements of such magnitude that they inspire a sense of wonder in others. Did you hear that? Inspire a sense of wonder in others. God is wanting his power, the power that comes through his Holy Spirit to be shown, to be seen in you. All of us. The season has changed. 
how many of you in here have a gift, an endowment from the Holy Spirit that you have not used? Put your hand up, don't be bashful. That you have not used in a level to which it makes a difference in the kingdom of God. Aha. Don't put your hand up small, put it up big. Up, up, up. The reason I say put your hand up properly is because I want the Holy Spirit to see you. He's given you a gift, but you've not been able to use it. That's not a condemnation. It's just a matter of timing. Receive power, ability, efficiency and might when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem. You see, that endowment is so that you can witness who Jesus is. And if you're not able to use it, you can't do that. If you're not using it, you can't do that. You can't do that. He gave it to you, that gift, for that purpose. But I'm telling you, the season has changed. The season has changed. 1 Corinthians 4.20 says this, For the kingdom of God consists of and is based on not talk, but power. Moral power and excellence of soul. But unfortunately, much of the church today talks much about the Holy Spirit, but lacks his power. What's this? Real talk, isn't it? We talk a good talk about the Holy Spirit, but where's the power? Now, I'm not here to say it's not working. No, 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 no. I'm saying where's the power? Miracles, these powerful accomplishments, typically beyond normal human capability, refer both to things that Jesus Christ did, we're going to that, as well as works performed by God through others, such as the apostles, including us. Mark 5.30, and Jesus recognising in himself that the power proceeding from him had gone forth turned around immediately in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? Power proceeding. Acts 10.38, how God anointed and consecrated Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with strength and ability and power, how he went about doing good and in particular curing all who were harassed and oppressed by the power of the devil, for God was with him. Amen. Power. Oh. Devil, you're in trouble. Acts 6, 8. Now Stephen, full of grace, divine blessing and favour, and power, strength and ability, worked great wonders and signs, miracles among the people. Power. 
Acts 19, 11. And God did unusual and extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul. So the handkerchiefs or towels or aprons which had touched his skin were carried away and put upon the sick and their diseases left them and the evil spirits came out of them. Satan, you're in trouble. You see, some may be a little timid about what they carry in God. But in 2 Timothy 1.7, for God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or craven or cringing and fawning fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and a for calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. Listen, saints, the season has changed. Do not be timid about what you carry. Amen. That awesome, and I say awesome because it's from the Lord himself, that awesome endowment to do whatever it is, and I'm not putting a name to it, you know what the name is, is precious in the kingdom. The season has changed. You need to look at yourself differently. Some may be relaxing back in their chair and saying, yes, Dej, okay. But I'm not Apostle Paul and I'm definitely not Jesus. Yeah? I hear that. But I don't agree with it. John 14, 12. I assured you, most solemnly I tell you, if anyone steadfastly believes in me, Put your hand up if you steadfastly believe in Jesus. Oh, wow. He will himself be able to do the things that I do. And he will do even greater things than these because I go to the Father. Now, I was thinking with the Lord this morning, I was thinking, what? So does that mean we're doing, we have a greater power than Jesus to do greater works than him? No, Jesus had no, he had no limit to the power of God in him. So it doesn't mean that. What it means is that because he has gone to the Father and sits next to the Father, we can ask anything and he can make sure it happens, you see. Because the scripture goes on and says, I need to find this. There you go, 13. And I will do, I myself will grant whatever you ask in my name as presenting all that I am so that the Father may be glorified and extolled in through the Son. In other words, he will make sure, absolute sure of that which you ask, healing, deliverance, it gets done. Only belief. You will do greater than I did. Where I went to that place and I could do no miracles because people did not believe. Some things happen in spite of those who are there. 
because one person believed it could be done. So we have Jesus at the right hand of the Father, praying, speaking to the Father. When we ask in his name, that name again, Lord, that name, it's done. When David says, be healed in the name of Jesus, Jesus says, it's done. You see, it's not, it's not about how tall you are, how short you are, how fat you are, how pretty you are, how ugly you are. Not that anyone's ugly here. <laughs> it's about that name. It's about that Holy Spirit. The season has changed. I say it and I say it again. The season has changed. You have to believe the season has changed. Not just for CCF, it's changed for you. When Kellen gave her life, I was just telling her about Kellen giving her life yesterday. I knew the season's changed. When I looked at the tears in her eyes, I said, do you want Jesus? <laughs> the season's changed, 100%. Some of you tomorrow need to go to that man or that woman and say, you know, I was at church on Sunday and I just want to tell you that Jesus loves you. Do you want to know him? Seriously, some of you need to go and say that tomorrow. Because the season has changed, right? And you're going to be surprised at what comes back. All right. We must pray for the Spirit of God to come upon us that we would be bold we must come to church expectantly and hopeful, praying for the Spirit to show himself through us. The early church turned the world upside down. Think about it, right? 120 people, then 3,000 were added to their number, and so on and so forth. They turned the world upside down by the power of the Holy Spirit, not through human means. We must pray for revival, that an outpouring of the Spirit that brings conviction of sin so that the world knows that it needs a saviour. Assurance of faith and God's love. And many will be coming to Christ. Now, at the end of the two-week fasting period, in fact, it was at the end of the final evening prayer, I think... David prayed for me. <laughs> My brother prayed for me. And I heard the Lord clearly when he prayed. And he said, I have chosen 10 people in CCF through which I will show my healing power in this season. <laughs> now, if that's you, because I know there are many in here that have a healing anointing upon their life, okay? I'm not going to call anybody out. But you know who you are. And this is the major 
part of CCF is that we will be known as a healing ministry. Ten people. There's no Todd, what was that guy? Todd Bentley in here. I mean, he's, he's one guy there. Ten in CCF. Ten people. And I said, Lord, that's... He doesn't want one or two people to be looked at. He wants them to know this as a healing ministry. I mean, ten people is basically half the church. <laughs> He also said, when they ask you what is going on in CCF, in other words, aka Revival, we are to say it is the Clapham Overflow. Right, Dave Atkins will probably explain about this a bit more next week. I'm not going to steal his thunder. Overflow. Just remember that word. Okay? You'll get it next week. Lord has a plan. The Clapham Overflow. Just remember those words. If you're going on, what do you do? Instagram, YouTube, whatever, social media. Clapham Overflow. That's what he said. He even gave it a name. That's how precise, that's how well planned this is. He's got a name for it already. Do you know what? Even if there are five people left in CCF, the Lord is going to do it with just the five. If we are in agreement and if we are one. But if, for some unknown reason, we're not willing to allow the Holy Spirit to move in that way, you know what? The Lord's still going to do it in London, you know. He will do it in London. Listen, let's not be arrogant about CCF. It's wonderful and all that. Wonderful, wonderful preaching and wonderful leadership. <laughs> but he will, he will do it. He will do it somewhere else in London. Why do I say that, though? And why am I saying that? I'm saying because look, God is determined for revival to come to London. That's why he said, I want CCF to become the prophetic voice in the area as far as Battersea, for I have a plan for each part of London. This is our piece from Clapham to Battersea. Pray that you will take this position. So there there must be numerous, I would say, ministries. I can't for sure say it, but I, I sincerely believe that he is, the way the Lord is speaking, is so determined for this to happen in London. So what are you going to do, saints? What are you going to do? It's a question. What are you going to do? Ask yourself, what are you going to do? The season has changed. It is a privilege, right? It is a major endorsement for this house for the Lord to be talking about revival and saying he wants to do it through us. It is, it is an absolute honour, okay? Yes. I, that's, that's how I feel. I'm like, Lord, 
I'm desperate. I'm so excited, right? In fact, the top of this message that I've had to change twice already is get excited. The season has changed. Get excited. The season has changed. You have to get a picture of what it looks like for God when he looks down at us. He doesn't see what we see, right? He sees the absolute organized, arranged, detailed potential in all of us for this. He doesn't see our weaknesses as we, we see it. He sees the capability, what he's going to do, what he wants to do, his plan to do it, how he's going to do it. And he's like, yeah, I've got, the, I've got them all in the right place. That's, that's how he's looking at it. He's not seeing it the way we see it. He's not, he's not thinking, oh, yeah, but I've got so many problems at home, so many issues. Um, there's only, oh, there's not many people here. There's a few empty seats that we might think. He's not looking at that. He's looking at you and you're thinking, yeah, you're exactly correct for this. Everything that's in you is what I need. Just obey. Just obey. What was it he said? Take the worship to the street. There's a new song in the spirit. We've got the song. We're planning to go out on the street. Be united. Be very careful how you speak to one another. I'm not going to go through all of it. Support your brethren. Pray that there would be breakthrough in everyone's life in CCF. This is slide nine. I'm just going to add this and I'm going to stop. There's a reason why I'm adding this one. For I want everyone to experience my miracles in this season. Now I thought about this and I thought, miracles, breakthrough? He said, it is time for the faith of the house to be raised. You'll start to see breakthrough in everyone's lives. For this is a season of breakthrough. I told you, the season has changed. This is a season of breakthrough for the house of CCF. Tell the people to continue to pray. Listen, sister. Listen, brother. Whatever level of breakthrough you have been praying for, listen, I've got something that I want, need the Lord to do. 24 years I've been praying about it. And I'm adamant, I'm 100% certain it's coming very shortly. Amen. Right? Now, I don't know what you're praying for, what level of breakthrough, what it is. Don't stop, right? Do not stop. Tell the people to continue to pray. He didn't say to start praying, to continue to pray. For breakthrough is coming to everyone's life in CCF, right? Now you can come to me and say, Daddy, you lied if it doesn't happen to you in some way. Because literally, he's saying everyone. He doesn't want to leave anyone out. And do you know the reason? For I want everyone to experience my miracles in this season. So that when you go out there, you know what a miracle looks like. When you see someone with a leg too short, okay, or one blind eye, 
or blind completely. You already have a Rolodex of miracles, breakthrough miracles that you have seen in your brethren and yourself to say, right, the same God that did that one on that day for David, did that one on that day for Tina, did that one on that day for Margaret, did that one on that day for me, is doing this one. He wants us to experience a personal miracle before we see a miracle out there. You see, God is a complete God. He will do them together, but he will make sure that he gets his glory. Ask them, he said, what must happen in your life? Now, I got, when I asked this last time, I got it, the context a little bit wrong. What must happen in your life before you know you have breakthrough? I thought, oh, yeah, then they need to think about what it is. He's saying, tell me. Actually, the context was wrong. It should have been, tell me, what, what do you need to see before you know that I'll give you breakthrough? Different context, right? I thought, oh, yeah, let them think about what it is so they see the picture. I don't think it's that. I think it's more like, tell me what you need to see so that you know you've got breakthrough in your life. What is it? Mike, what is it? Tell the Lord what breakthrough looks like for you. Tell him. Pastor Depot, tell the Lord what breakthrough looks like for you and your family. Tell him. Right? Tell him. What is the picture? What is the, the picture that is different from the ugly picture that you've been looking at for all these years? Tell the people to continue to pray, right? Tell them to see that picture and to be declaring it. For I will do it. You will all have your breakthrough. Baal Perazim. Do you know what that means? The Lord of breaking through, to be precise. When David went to that place and David came, this is verse 20, 2 Samuel, and David came to Baal Perazim and he smote them there and said, the Lord has broken through my enemies before me. You see, breaking through, there is a resistance there is an enemy of circumstances that keeps you from getting to, from A to B. Like the bursting out of great waters. So he called the name of that place Baal Perazim, Lord of breaking through. Some of you are going to see the circumstance and you're going to name that thing. So this is where I got my breakthrough that day, that place. I'm, ser- I'm serious about this. Listen, I'm going to read it again just so, just so it's clear. Pray that there will be breakthrough in everyone's life in CCF. Right? There's not that many of us here. But everyone shall know what breakthrough is. For I want everyone, everyone, there is, there is a encompassing of everyone to experience my miracles in this season. 
it is time for the faith of the house to be raised. So let me get this right. When Des gets his breakthrough, when Nate gets his breakthrough, Dave, Denise, Philippa, Sister Margaret, Sister Abby, Betty, everyone in this movie, Sister Bola, me, Pastor Rod, Pastor Jude, when we get our breakthrough, the faith of the house will be raised. God is not stingy. <coughs> he is a good God. I will call Tina to give her testimony, maybe not today, but you saw his, his teeny little bit of his goodness and she couldn't take it. It was too much. The other weekend, that's why I was late to church. She had, she had an encounter with God when he spoke to her and she saw a tiny, tiny bit of his goodness and it was just, <laughs> couldn't handle it. Listen, I can't explain it all, but I'm just, I'm telling you, whatever your breakthrough looks like to you, you have a picture, tell him. Be declaring it. Lord, this is my breakthrough. This is what it needs to look like. This is my breakthrough, Lord. This is the picture of my breakthrough. The season has changed, okay? The season has changed. Whatever you could not do, you could not have. In this season, you can do and you will have. Amen. I, say, I say it again. Satan spoke to me yesterday. He said, how dare you challenge me? And it was a scared voice. How dare you challenge me? Yes. Not just challenge you, we have overcome you by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. And we have a battle plan for what God wants to do this year and he's not leaving any part of it out. I'm going to stop there. But I could go on. I just want to encourage you, okay? I'm going to preach about these things, even if it has to be the entire year until we see it. Because I'm as sure as anything that I know, the way the Lord is speaking to me, he said to me, Deji, I've got a lot more that I want to say to you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, this is 16 slides. He said, I've got a lot more that I want to say to you for the people. A lot more. He said, come up higher in the spirit, Deji. I want you to see into the spirit and understand what is going on. I'm like, Lord. I want maximum, maximum maturity for my gift for the kingdom of God. And I want maximum maturity for your gifting. We want maximum maturity for each other's giftings. Am I right? So we must pray for each other to shine. Remember that night during the fasting? 
pray for each other to shine. That you will shine no matter what. I'm praying for you, sister. I'm praying for you, brother. You will shine. You will be that prophet. You will walk in the healing anointing. You will have words of knowledge. You will sing with the angels, whatever it is. You will be that superstar evangelist for Jesus. He's a superstar. Whatever your gift tell somebody, this is what. Pray for me. It's all part and parcel of what's happening here. So I want to encourage you. I say it and I say it again. The season has changed. You are not the same. In fact, you are not to look at that former season to determine where you are going. Only look back when you have got to where you need to be and say, that's where I've come from. Don't look at that to determine where you're going. Okay? It's a different season. When you are in springtime and everything is bursting with life, do you remember the dead of winter? No. I don't anyway. So I'm going to leave it there. I just want to bless you and just let you know the season has absolutely changed. Okay? Um, so we're going to go into a time of prayer now. David, I don't know whether you want to come up and uh, do your thing. Should we put the... Um... We believe you've really enjoyed this message. For further information, visit www.commonwealthchurch.org and feel free to join us on any Sunday 